Tonight, the candidates who want to serve you as Putnam County Commissioner, Putnam County General Sessions Judge, District Attorney from the 31st District, and Pickett County Commissioner. Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Light Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. I'm Tom Duggan. Tonight, the fourth of 16 nights where you get the chance to hear from the candidates, where they stand, the issues that are important in their minds, where they want to take the Upper Cumberland going forward. We begin in Putnam County, Commission District 11, where you will vote for two candidates on May 3rd. Up next on Meet the Candidates is Tony Honeycutt. Tony is running for Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Tony, it's good to have you on the program this evening. What led to your decision to run for Putnam County Commission out of District 11? Well, uh, uh, thank you for, for having me on. Uh, I was a commissioner eight, eight years ago out of District 10 over the Shipley Road, Heidelberg area, and uh, I represented that area for, for four years there and uh, moved out here to Bangham. And there's just uh, a lot of things going on that I'd like to be involved in. Uh, uh, and I'll just, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed representing the people in District 10. And now I'm running for District 11. And uh, I just like to be involved more in the, uh, the process and helping with the budgets on the sheriff, the school, and the whole, the whole county. Tony, having been a county commissioner before, what do you think are some of the most important characteristics of a county commissioner? Well, it's to be very, very knowledgeable. As a county commissioner, and it's just it's like anything else that you uh, get involved in for the first couple years, you, you basically learn. And after that, you start being able to put your input into things and uh, aware and uh, and know what uh, what's going on. And I think the commission, because my dad represented a moderate out of out of moderate there for about twenty something years. And it's just, it takes, the commission needs to be made up of uh, of just average people. When I served there, we had bankers on there. We had average people. We ha- It was a mixture of things, and you put that together. You put that together, that benefits the whole county when you have a knowledge on everything. Your commission needs to be very diverse. That's what it needs. Tony, Putnam County is facing growth, and there are some issues with that. How will you push the county to manage that growth? For one thing, you're you're 100 percent right. I talk to Randy Porter constantly, and you see a lot of influence of uh, of, of different from different states, maybe California, whatever, moving in this area and all. So, with that said, the county is growing rapidly. With and and with that said, we need to keep our tax base low. We've got to keep providing the services that's out there that the county needs to provide. But with that said, we really need to be very conscious of the uh, taxpayers' dollars and try our best to minimize not raising our taxes no more than what we have to. We have sales taxes have been uh, phenomenal for the last two or three years. Just just reading the paper, you can see how, how, the, how the sales tax is really helping to increase with the building boom here. We, we need to be very, very conscious instance of, of, of the tax rate going up a whole lot more. But we've got to fund. Understand, we do have to fund the county and keep it operating. Tony Honeycutt is our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is a candidate for county commission out of District 11 in Putnam County. 
Tony, you mentioned services, and we're at a time when people actually do want more services. How do you go about prioritizing those things? My view, this is the way I feel as a county commissioner before and as one if elected in District 11, I think the safety of our county is the number one goal here as far as providing services. Uh, we've got a great sheriff. Eddie Farris is a, is a great sheriff. And just like Randy Porter, it's the face of the county. And with that said, I, I do think funding our sheriff and making sure that he has the resources that he needs to make our county safe, to me that would be our number one number one goal as a commissioner is to try, try to make sure Eddie Farris has what he needs to to keep our safe our county safe. We know the influence of drugs in, in this county and to me prioritizing would be the, the safety of this county would have to come first from my in my point of view on that. Tony, one of the biggest fund expenditures in Putnam County are schools. From what you see, do you think the county commission and the system is being a good steward of the money spent towards schools? Well, that would probably be the next, the second priority would be our schools. Now, now, now remember, the commission has voted now to uh, to uh, uh, build the uh, school down there at the uh, new area down there. And three years from now, probably, no matter who is elected commission, you've got 24 commissioners there, they're going to have to uh, to fund and help get that school up and running. They've got it funded now to sign the bonds to build it. But what, uh, probably four or five years from now, the school superintendent, he's done laid out a plan just like everybody else ahead, uh, probably looking at a new high school. Possibly again, you know, I, you know, I don't know. We've got to sit down and rightly divide this with all the people coming in. There are probably kids coming in here. Uh, you know, Corby King, I'm doing a great job, but you know, we've got to uh, we've got to be very, very conscientious about how much more we can raise our taxes. Honestly, for the elderly, uh, you know, the majority of the county could probably pay their taxes without much trouble. But the elderly, they, they're probably having a little hard time. So we've got to really sit down with, this, you know, whoever the commission is, sit down with him and look at the long-term plans better maybe. But, what, three years from now, we will have to uh, to fund that school, and, and he'll have to have probably more resources there. And, and the, even the Eddie will, too, on the jail when that time comes, whoever the commission is, they'll have to look at being able to come up with the resources to do all this for them. Tony Honeycutt, do you see specific things that you feel like the county needs to do a better job of? Well, with all this said, you know, every dime comes through the county. Uh, the county commission sets out on the budget committee, and we look at this, and we look at this. It looks like to me that everything's going pretty good as far as what Randy's doing and, and, and sitting down with the commission and all looking pretty good. It's just that we need to be a little bit more conscientious of how much money we spend here and there and everywhere else. As a commissioner, we just can't keep raising property tax every year to, to compensate, to, to, to help fund all this. We got to be and, and and to sit down as a commissioner at that time, we would just have to look at it and see, you know, you, you have to you have to just sit down and use some good common sense. You know, do we need to do we need to fund this that much more? Do we need to do? You know, we got to we got to sit down as commissioner and just look at. It. I can't give you just an exact answer 
that you, probably the constituents would like right now because I, I, there's a few things I don't know, you know, because uh, and all just reading the paper and going to some of the county court commission meetings. I'm getting up to date on a lot of stuff, but I don't know. I, I, I do say Randy's probably doing a pretty good job of, of allotting where, hey, where this needs to go. Guys, you need to look at this. You need to look at this. And with that said, when I was a commissioner for four years out there in the District 10, Randy Porter never called and asked me to vote against or for something. I would call him, and, and he would give me all the information. That's your decision as a commissioner to decide how you want to vote on this. And I appreciate him for, for doing that. He promised he'd never call and ask us for a vote or tell us not to vote for this. But he would say, I will give you all the information you need to make the right decision that you feel like. Tony Honeycutt's been our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is a candidate for Putnam County Commission out of District 11. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. We turn our attention now to the race for Putnam County General Sessions Judge. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Lori Sieber. She is seeking the office of General Sessions Judge in Putnam County. Lori, it's good to have you with us this evening. What led to your decision to run for General Sessions Judge? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate very much um, you uh, being willing to let me speak on the radio. Really what led to me running, I didn't seek to do this. Uh, it wasn't really a goal of mine. I've been practicing for about 20 years. I love practicing law. I love advocating for people. But several attorneys and um, a couple judges outside the district kind of encouraged me, you know, why don't you, why don't you jump in? And, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But the more I thought about it, I prayed about it. And um, I love Putnam County, first of all. And I saw a need. Um, our community is wonderful, and I want to be a part of maintaining it. I've said in speeches before that I am passionate about keeping our county the best place to live. You know, I'm originally from Overton, and um, when I moved back here in 2008, it really wasn't like to stay. I moved back because my mom got sick, but I've I, I realized how much I missed the Upper Cumberland. I moved back to Overton, but I never opened an office in Overton. I didn't work there. I worked in Putnam since 2009, and I just love seeing the growth that Putnam has experienced, and I think that that's for a reason. You know, we are we are exploding with growth, and uh, but we've still been able to maintain what, what what's most important, which is that small-town spirit, 
I want to be a part of maintaining that. And, you know, anything that you don't work hard to maintain, you're at risk of losing. And I think that being on the bench would be the best way to make that happen. I've gone door to door uh, since I announced, and I hear from people, there's so many transplants from other places, and uh, they just love it here. And they're here because they, they, they really value what we have. And we, we've got something really great, and we need to make sure that we keep it. Laurie Sieber is a candidate for General Sessions Judge in Putnam County. Laurie, you mentioned going door-to-door and talking to some local voters. Mm-hmm. What are some of the concerns you're hearing from them? The average person, the average voter, doesn't know the difference in the courts, right? I mean, we, we've got so many different courts, and they don't understand what each judge does, which judge hears this, which judge hears that, why can some put put um, people in jail and others can't. So I've kind of tried to educate them on that and tell them the importance of, of general sessions. Voters want to make sure that we have law and order. That is absolutely of the utmost concern for everybody. And, I, and of course, I ensure them we have a great, uh, we have great law enforcement. We have a great sheriff. And they agree with that, you know, because they see what's happening on TV in these other areas. And I do think that there's there's a little bit of fear that, oh, my gosh, we could descend into this. Could we start having people to say here in Putnam County, defund the police, you know, are we going to start being disrespected as law-abiding citizens? That does scare people. And, and I ensure them that we have good people who are running for office who want to make sure that never happens. And we have a law enforcement agency who has ensured that that does not happen. Mostly, you know, most people haven't had an encounter with the court, and and that's a good thing, right? You know, nobody wants to be in court, and uh, voters typically are not lawbreakers, and unless they've had some civil matter, they've just not darkened the doors of a court. So it's been more of a of an education on what different courts do. And whenever I tell them, you know, hey, this court deals with, with foster kids and it, it deals with those who are victims of crimes and and it deals with the, the juvenile delinquency issues that we have, then they kind of understand that, hey, this is more important than possibly the electing the president. But, you know, these are issues that, that hit home to so many people. It could be your grandchild that enters foster care or who gets in trouble with the law. When you kind of break it down that way and they realize, hey, it could... It could affect me someday. Then they're more inclined to, you know, get involved with local politics. I guess that's been it, just more of kind of educating them on what the different courts do. Our guest has been Lori Sieber. She, again, is seeking the seat of General Sessions Judge in Putnam County. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828, 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. 
Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Light Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. Next up on the program is a look at the race for district attorney in the 31st District. Joining us next on Meet the Candidates is the incumbent for district attorney in the 31st District, Lisa Zavianis is our guest. Lisa, thank you for joining us. First of all, a lot of people may ask, what role does the district attorney play in county government? Well, the district attorney plays a very important role in that they are the chief law enforcement officer in the judicial district. And my judicial district is Warren and Van Buren County. What does the chief law enforcement officer do? They make sure that those who committed crimes don't get away, and they make sure that those who are innocent do not get wrongfully charged. It is our job to see that every case that comes to court, we have the evidence and the correct evidence to prosecute that case. Our job is to see that justice is done. How important is working with others to the office? I know you have a lot of people that you have to balance. Yes, we do. And, you know, people are all often mistaken thinking that I'm in charge of the Sheriff's Department or the Police Department or the Tennessee Highway Patrol or TBI. You know, they have their own supervisors. Myself, I supervise 25 people in my office. And that in itself is a task and a job. And each of us in this office must have the ability to communicate with all those agencies as well as the public. Our primary focus is to work with victims of crime. So we play, it plays a vital role to be able to to work with others, to deal with others, and to understand how each person's role is different in the judicial system and in the community. Are there trends that you're seeing in your role that maybe the rest of us don't see? Well, we do have a lot of things changing. Uh, one of the things that I think is significant is the uh, drug atmosphere that is changing in our community and the community surrounding us. So the drug atmosphere is definitely changing. You know, fentanyl is 50 times more potent than uh, morphine, and it's the deadliest new drug to hit the streets. We find that drug dealers are taking fentanyl and uh, trying to maximize their profits by mixing it with other drugs. And as a result of that, people are dying. Now, I have currently right now several cases that are charged and indicted as second-degree murder cases. So the, the drug world is changing, and the charges that we are uh, addressing are changing. Our guest is Lisa Zavignanis. She is seeking re-election for district attorney out of the 31st District. Lisa, you touched on the drug issues that continue to plague the Upper Cumberland. What are some things, extra things maybe, that can be done? Are there some new ideas out there that, that kind of helps in the war on drugs? Well, in this district, we've been working hard and aggressively my entire 16 years to address the drug issue we have. I think we've got to get outside the box. We prosecute thousands of drug cases, uh, hundreds of them being methamphetamine cases because methamphetamine is still probably the drug of choice in this community. But we prosecuted lots and lots of drug cases, and that we, we are going to continue to do. We're going to continue to do that aggressively. But, you know, there's other things that we have done in this district that I think we should continue to do, and that's working on public service messages, 
I have uh, partnered with a multimedia company, and we have public service messages talking about methamphetamine in our theaters on our local TV. I've gone into the schools now for 16 years, and I think this is vital that we not only that I do this, but I continue to do this. And I go into the schools to talk to the children about the drugs that are out there, what they're doing, the issues that it causes. Before COVID hit, we were taking uh, eighth graders and giving them a tour of the jail because, you know, good people get drug habits, become criminals. So we need to continue doing that. We also have to take those, you know, not everybody that has a drug problem should go to prison. And we've got to look at that and say, these are drug users. If we can help them, let's do that. I've been actively involved in drug court for the past 16 years. Drug court saves lives. It saves families. And it helps the community as a whole. But we need to continue doing that. You know, we need to be vigilant as a community. It takes us all to address this issue. Victims' rights. Lisa, how do you try to make sure these are addressed? Victims was my focus when I first took office, and it's still my focus today. I have worked aggressively to get more victim services offered in my office. I currently right now have three grants. I have a domestic abuse victim witness coordinator. I have an elder abuse victim witness coordinator as well as staff. And I have a DUI prosecutor's uh, victim witness coordinator. Uh, working with victims is probably, uh, well, it is our top priority. There's no probably to it. You know, that's why we're here today is to help victims. And we stand up for victims. And I think victims' rights are very important. We're very involved, not only in their cases that come through today, but after that case is over, we still keep in contact with those victims. Every year we have what we call a season to remember, and that's just for victims of homicide. We are working to make sure that at the holidays, those families are not forgotten. We do that right here in our community for our people, uh, and it's a very special event. Right now I'm working on, I actually received the grant, and I'm working on a special room in the courthouse just so that victims of crime will have a place to go so that they're not stuck in the courtroom with uh, the offender. So that's the thing that we've got working right now because going to court is a very difficult thing, a very stressful thing, and anytime we can take any stress off of our victims, we're going to do that. Lisa Zavignanis, as we wrap up, what do you feel like the toughest part of your job is as district attorney? You know, it's a tough job. It's Some parts of this job are just really you take home with you. Uh, you know, you see a lot of terrible things. Sometimes you're the first one to, to bring bad news to the loved ones of a victim. It's tough. Oftentimes, you make decisions that you know is the right decision, but you face a lot of criticism from one direction or the other. But doing the right thing, that's the best part about it. So the toughest part is making those decisions that aren't always popular, but, but you know that that's what the law says, and that's what we got to do. It can be tough. It can be tough going out and talking to a victim and explaining to them that uh, this vehicular homicide case only carries 8 to 12 years and this person has no criminal history and they're not going to spend much time in jail. You know, those are tough things to do when you have to sit in that room with them and explain those things to them. There's a lot of aspects of this job that are tough, but you need the right person there. And that's why I am running for re-election because I know I'm the right person. I know this community. I know the problems of this community. I live in this community. I love this community. 
and uh, and I know I've done a lot of amazing things that have made a difference in people's lives and will continue to make a difference in people's lives, uh, and I don't want to see those things go by the wayside. Lisa Zavignanis has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, she's seeking re-election for District Attorney out of District 31. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828, 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. Next on Meet the Candidates is Chris Massengale. He is seeking a seat on the Pickett County Commission out of District 1. Chris, it's good to have you with us on the program. What led to your decision to run for the County Commission out of Pickett County District 1? Well, I had I had two things that I wanted to try to uh, help with, and that's... Uh, my parents went to Pickett County High School, and and I went to Pickett County High School, and my kids are going to Pickett County High School, and and that was one of the things that that I wanted to try. I don't know that I could be successful, but I want to try to help get a new high school. Uh, working with the school board and the county commission and the state government, that was my big pet peeve. Um, and the other was to try to come up with ways to fund the county that don't involve uh, landowner taxes. And, and like I said, I, I've never done this. Um, I, I hope to try and be successful. Uh, I've been in emergency services and uh, county government for 36 years now. And uh, I, I hope I can bring something to the table and uh, maybe be successful at the, at the things that, that, that I want to try to help with. Chris, you mentioned some of your experiences, but looking at the bigger picture, what all experiences in your life do you feel like do make you a good candidate for the county commission? Well, I've I've served, uh, like I said, with the county, either in Pickett or Overton County, uh, for for thirty six years. I've been a paramedic. I still am a paramedic. I've been a uh, law enforcement officer, certified by the state in uh, Murfreesboro, and I was a narcotics officer. I was a fire chief, and it just I have to work with budgets on a yearly basis. Uh, I know how to uh, you know to create those and try to stay within those. I know how gov- county government uh, works. I hope I have some insight on on you know going forward to help make things better for Pickett County. What do you think are some of the more important characteristics of a county commissioner? Well, honesty. Uh, number one, integrity, you know, good ethics. I'm a father of eight, and I hope that that helps me uh, to some degree uh, keep my calm and cool and be a good listener. 
You know, there, there, there are many characteristics that, that make up a good one, but those are some of the, of the top ones. Loyalty to my, uh, to my, to my residents and the, and the people that I work for. Chris Massengale, as you've talked to local voters, what are you hearing from them as far as their concerns go? It's as everybody. It's, you know, uh, inflation, taxes, uh, cost of living expenses, uh, what it takes to run, you know, county government, pay for our teachers, pay for our uh, emergency service personnel, for all our county workers. Uh, we want to try to have a, you know, I hear a lot of people go, hey, we want to try to have good pay to get good qualified people and to keep those people. That's the bulk of, of, of what I'm being you know, talking about. In wrapping up here today, Chris Massengale, what would folks be getting with you as a county commissioner out of District 1? Well, somebody that, that will be loyal to the county, somebody that look, will look out for the interests of the people, somebody that they can come and talk to. Uh, I answer my phone daily uh, and talk to a lot of people. Uh, somebody that has been in county government for you know an extended period of time and tries to not react quickly but to evaluate everything, uh, the whole picture, and then try to come up with a uh, solution for different things, for, for different solutions, for, for different things that come up in a uh, fair and equitable manner. Chris Massengale has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is seeking the seat or a seat out of District 1 on the Pickett County Commission. That's tonight's Meet the Candidates. If you missed any part of tonight's show, visit News Talk 94.1 for the on-demand audio and join us tomorrow night as we again meet the candidates. Our producer is Jake Wallman. I'm Tom Duggan.